Business Class is brought to you by the Tourism Academy, harnessing the power of science, business psychology, and adult education to advance the tourism industry and build sustainable economies. Learn how to engage your community, win over stakeholders, and get more visitors at tourismacademy.org. All right, I'm, my name is Trevor Takaj. I'm the president and CEO of Traverse City Tourism. I'm a native of Traverse City. Uh, I moved back here after we had our first child. My wife is also a native. So we came home to raise our children here because we really appreciated the quality of life that Northern Michigan had to offer. Uh, I started with the National Cherry Festival uh, and moved into the executive director position. So I ran the National Cherry Festival for five years which is a really, really special opportunity. Um, Michigan is really well known for their agriculture. So to be able to celebrate the, the cherry industry and, and all of my experiences with that organization growing up was really, really monumental in kind of my return home. And then also introducing my my family, my children to the world of Traverse City. And then I had an opportunity to switch over to the destination organization side uh, five years ago. So I've been with uh, Traverse City Tourism for five years. And I love telling the story of Traverse City. I mean, this is my, I love it. I believe in what we're doing here. And there's a lot of magic because we've got nature, we've got a micropolis. And it's, it's, it's a really special place. And um, it's my home. And so that's who I am. And that's what I do every day is just celebrate where I came from and and what we cherish here in Northern Michigan. What are two or three things that you cherish most about your community? So we're extremely entrepreneurial here. It's remarkable, you know, and you see this in a lot of tourist towns, you know, there's a lot of creativity, a lot of innovation, people trying to give the, the, the visitor and the local a really special experience. And so you see it, we've got, uh, more than 40 wineries here in Northern Michigan. We have a, our, our climate is perfect. It's very similar to what you'd find. Uh, we're on the same, like the same um, latitude as like Bordeaux and uh, a lot of the Riesling wine regions in Germany. So we, we've got um, the right space to develop really special agriculture. It started with cherries, it turned into grapes. We've got some great vineyards and now wineries for people to explore and, and, and engage with. And, you know, in nature has always been the core and we are um, the, the, the gateway to the national uh, lakeshore uh, sleeping bear dunes. And that has been a very special opportunity for a lot of people to come to Traverse City. A lot of the lodging opportunities, a lot of the amenities are in the city of Traverse City, but they like to drive just a few miles out of town and enjoy this unbelievably um, preserved and undisturbed space. The 36 miles of Lakeshore right on the on Lake Michigan with dunes as high as uh, 400 feet. Uh, very, very beautiful uh, vistas and very special experience. I, I mean, as a local, I, I mean, I revel in this. And I live here, so I can only imagine what it feels like when you come for the first time and look over those dunes. So what's one thing you do to set yourself up for a great day? Well, this time of year, it's 
just be ready to, to get on the water, you know? So, uh, it, it, you know, it's, it's hard to really wrap your head around what it's like to be on water that feels like you're in the ocean, but it's fresh water. Uh, I think that's a pretty unique experience. Um, when you get on Lake Michigan, you feel like you're at the ocean, Frankfurt, uh, which is part of our, our area. It's a, it's a small little city on the lake shore. And it feels like, you know, it's got a deep sand beach and these big waves lapping on the shore. And it feels like I, maybe I'm in California, honestly, but it's, you know, you're in Michigan. The water's fresh, no sharks. And so a super special uh, space and, and you can, uh, you, you know, you can engage in this in, in a variety of spaces throughout our region. So I, I even did it today. I came down, I went for a run. And I'm like, I don't, I've got to get to a meeting and I didn't have time to go. I've admitted, I'm admitting some fault there. I did not have time to get home for a shower. So I jumped in the bay and I just enjoyed, you know, refreshing myself there and, and, you know, kind of resetting myself in, in the beauty of Lake Michigan. Uh, I'm sure the person who I had a meeting with wouldn't appreciate that, but I, you know, selfishly, it's something I can enjoy while I live here. And, you know, the other piece, the agriculture piece is so important to our area. Michigan is the second most diverse agriculture of all 50 states, only behind California. And we celebrate that all year round. And, you know, we are the cherry capital of the world. And we celebrate that with the National Cherry Festival and a lot of other activities. But being able to do the, a true farm to table experience watching, you know, the, the wineries take the grapes and make the wine and distilleries using local ingredients and the breweries using local ingredients. I mean, it's a very special place to be where you can actually consume what's been made in that space and, and really meet the people, the makers, the people who are doing it. Uh, it's, I, I've been a lot of places in my life and I, there's very few spots where you can do all of that in one spot. So I feel like Traverse City is unique in that way. What are three words the people closest to you would use to describe you? Describe me personally? Yes. Oh, I think they'd say I'm proud of where I'm from. Uh, they know I love Traverse City. Everybody knows I love Traverse City and I'm, I'm grateful to be home. And I, I, you know, I wear it on my, my sleeve. It's important to me to represent uh, my region, it, not only from a uh, professional perspective, but just on a personal level, I, I love Traverse City. So I'm, I end, endlessly tote that, um, you know, I, I, I seldom back down. I'm the type of guy who probably is going to not fight over an issue, but probably bring, you know, the best parts of, of an issue forward. I like to be the guy who supports maybe the, the little guy in a little bit of a way. Like I like the local aspects of a community. So a lot of times I'll try to be the voice uh, for the people here because, you know, tourism sometimes is seen as a contradictory uh, component to local uh, lifestyle, but I, I see it very symbiotic. And so I'm always, as somebody who grew up here, I see the the value of having both. So I'm a, a strong proponent for local voice. Uh, and I think most people would say I'm giving. I sit on five boards right now. I, um, I'm i a part of the biggest uh, rotary in the world. We have a, a huge 
financial uh, corpus where we give millions of dollars every year. And I, I sit on that board um, as a Rotarian and I sit on a, num a number of other boards, including the Michigan Association of CVBs where I'm the uh, president right now. And I raise funds for the 4th Fourth of July fireworks. I I'm just a guy who wants to make sure that we're all having a good time all the time. I want to make sure all things are happening in this area so that we're all um, having the best of all of it, including my kids and my family. I want to make sure that um, we don't miss a step. We got to keep moving forward. And I'm, I'm willing to volunteer my time to make that happen. So you said you grew up in Traverse City in the area. Um, when you think about adventures in your childhood, what memory comes to mind? National Cherry Festival, 100 <laughs> percent, man. I, so I grew up in the city, and I was I went to in, uh, school, elementary school in Traverse City, at an elementary school called Oak Park Elementary School. And every elementary school in the region has a prince and princess, and so I was the prince of Oak Park Elementary School at the National Cherry Festival. So I have a strong affinity for this event. And every year when it comes up, whether I was working there or just uh, visiting or when I lived in town, like there's, there's some magic with this type of event where it's, it's 2000 volunteers coming together to put on this spectacular eight day celebration of mostly free events. And when you get there, like as somebody who grew up here, it's just like, it's an explosion to the sensory, right? Like I, I'm remembering all these great things as a kid, as a teenager, you know, and, and now with my kids uh, witnessing their experiences, my son won the pie, a pie eating competition the other day. Uh, it, it's just, it's fun to watch it all happen. Uh, and, and it brings back a lot of great memories. So I think this is, it's a pinnacle type of event. And I think a lot of cities destinations you know dream of that if they have it they're grateful for it or they understand the value of it and if you don't have it you wish you had it so i think we're very lucky here to have the national cherry festival and i love that event and how many kids do you have i have three three kids how would you like them to describe you Oh, I'd like them to describe describe me as somebody who gave back, somebody who was always committed to his community. I think I've portrayed that pretty well, and I'm seeing it start to um, transcend into their behavior a little bit. My daughter's 16 now, and she's uh, she's doing some volunteer work for National Honor Society, but she also sits on a committee for the uh, uh, Grand Travers uh, Community Foundation to help give grants. And I don't know if they would have naturally gone toward that type of behavior, but I always hoped that they would see what I do because you sacrifice time with your children to volunteer. And so, so long as they saw what I was doing was for the good of the community, I figured it was probably a, a good example to, to uphold. So I'm, I'm grateful to see that they're starting to uh, adopt the same behavior that I had subscribed to early on. So that's a, a little bit about you being a parent for your, from your own parents. How are you most like each of your parents? Oh my, 
well, they were both, they're just, they're both alive and I'm grateful for that. They're both very kind and they both still live in Traverse city. So they, you know, they, they laid down some really nice footprints here in town before I got here, as did uh, my mother's grandparents and great grandparents. I've got a little bit of a history here with family, which is nice. And, you know, it's about kindness. It's, it's about community. It's about love and support. You know, they were never, they're not um, advocates. They're not outspoken. They're, they're just givers. And there's a lot to be said about that, especially now uh, in a, in a world where things seem to get divisive very quickly. If, you know, if you just come in with a smile and a lot of love, our, our town is, you know, it's a pretty uh, tight knit community and, you know, we help each other. And I feel like I've learned a lot from watching my parents interact in that way. So my dad was a Coast Guard uh, enlistee who was stationed in Traverse City, originally from Minneapolis. And he met my mother while he was stationed here and she's a native. And so I think there's, there was a, a, it was fun to watch a transition of a, a Minneapolis metro um, uh, individual coming into a small market and, and learning about the community and then watching his siblings kind of fall in love with the area because everybody loves Traverse City. So it was fun to watch this. There's just a lot of positivity, you know, and my mom was being a native uh, in a lot of history in our family of farming and cherries and a lot what a lot of what made this region special and then seeing them move into the city and be a part of the the magic that happens here in the in Traverse City it it's just um I, I can't discount everybody who knows my parents loves my parents they just they're they're the most adorable couple the 75 year old folks that are walking through downtown smiling and saying hi to everyone they're like my ambassadors you know paving a way for me to be a better human i guess down the road so i'm grateful to have them both and um it's been huge having them a part of my children's life as well so i'm a very lucky human here in traverse city with my parents and my children it's been great describe a time when you thought your parents were absolutely wrong but you eventually learned that they were kind of right <laughs> where my I, I thought my parents were wrong, but they were right. Um, wow. So we're, my, my parents and I don't disagree on much. Um, I think they've been thoughtful and I'm thoughtful. I think a lot of times, um, well, geez, they, uh, I don't know if they would have, well, yeah, we don't, we just don't disagree on much. I think there's a lot of, uh, so there's a lot of times, so it's, this is an interesting little dynamic, but there are times with my folks where I feel like we're, we're, we're more distant while we live in the same city than we did before we lived in the same city. Meaning like you kind of take for granted your proximity. So when I lived outside of Traverse City, I would talk to them a lot and they knew a lot about what was happening. And then when you live in the same city, sometimes you forget to tell tell people what's going on so uh for instance you know you my the kids might have a ball game or there's something happening and i might not have shared those that specific specificity with them and so now they missed a game where if i lived out of doubt it wouldn't have been that big of a deal because we would have talked about it that night um 
so I think there's, you know, I take for granted that they're here uh, and we're in the same town. Uh, so I think that's that's probably what we disagree on most is how we communicate on a uh, schedule. And that's probably more of a, a calendar issue on my part. But, um, you know, I'm lucky to have them close to me and I probably need to cherish those moments more and be more open with them and that I should be more a better a better son and listen and be more a part of their life and, and have them be more a part of mine. So in your role as a DMO, um, who do you who do you hold highest among your stakeholder groups? Wow, that's a great question. You know, I, there's been a lot of great leaders out there that have helped me. I mean, David Lorenz from uh, Pure Michigan, the Travel Michigan director, uh, has always been a huge supporter. I knew him when I was with the Cherry Festival, and he was a very, very supportive guy. And he came up this year to be a part of the Cherry Festival with me, and it was very special. Uh, and I really appreciate him always supporting and helping me uh, with my challenges. I think we have a lot of, there's a lot of um, um, support within our state, people who are helping one another every day. And they might be, not be the, the names that are um, most recognized in the industry, although I, I've gained a lot from a lot of people from across the country. But, you know, guys like uh, Claude Molinari, who's just coming on the scene in, in Detroit who has uh, taken convention experience and kind of tried to incorporate his uh, signature uh, leadership style into D Detroit. And uh, Doug Small in Grand Rapids has been a longtime leader in the CVB space, who's just been phenomenal. And, and, and the hard thing is, you know, through the pandemic, you know, we we're all just trying to muddle our way through and have a, 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 a group within our state who was so thoughtful to get on Zoom calls on a regular basis and just kind of talk about how we were getting through it. Like, okay, well, how do you, are you are you getting support for staffing? Do you have access to grants yet? Like, what? How were you making it through? I really brought a lot of us closer together, and I was grateful for that. And on, on the national level, you know, there were a lot of people who were very thoughtful and, and helpful, uh, through that too. Um, and, and a lot of it, I'll be quite frank that, you know, the vendors, a lot of times it's a, there's a little bit of a, a barrier there, uh, where you're on two different sides of, of a deal, but during, during, uh, the pandemic and those challenging couple of years, the vendors, they acted as a conduit in a way. And, you look at what Destinations International were working on and some of the vendors like SimpleView that we work with, they, they wow. kind of brought user groups together and tried to help have conversations uh, just to make sure we were all doing okay and getting through it. So I think we all kind of made stronger bonds during those couple of years. And now that we're, I feel like we're on the tail end of what was a really horrific experience, um, maybe we're all stronger for it. And I'm optimistic we're all closer friends and, and better colleagues for it too. I have three questions to get us to the end here. Uh, where do you go to find peace? 
where do I go to find peace? I run. I, I run almost every day. Uh, it's a nice, quiet time. I don't meditate like I used to, and it's nice to get out in nature. We have a lot of that here. So I, I'll hit the trail for a couple of hours or a couple of miles, depending on the day, and just try to or ride my bike, just try to um, collect my thoughts and prioritize the day and prioritize, um, you know, the, the, the things in life that matter most. So that has been my go-to for the past few years. And what is a memory that will forever make you laugh out loud? Never make me laugh out loud. Um, <clears throat> oh my, let me think. All right. So this is a little weird, but all right. So when I was working with, the, with when I worked with the National Cherry Festival, um, we used to uh, have concerts, and I the, the the entertainer will go unnamed. Well, we'd have the big concerts in the in the open space park right here on the shores of West Grand Traverse Bay of Lake Michigan, and uh, one of the entertainers like needed constant reassurance from their manager, and watching like this like I always think I need a lot of love but I wa I'm watching this happen where that the entertainers eating their pie cherry pie of course we're in Traverse City you're eating cherry pie in Traverse City and the managers there like oh is that good cherry pie you like your cherry pie it was like it was like it was like me trying to feed my child and it, it always makes me laugh thinking about it. And it's no disrespect because sometimes we all need that person just making us feel good. But it always makes me laugh to think that, you know, those entertainers, those people who are making us laugh and making us happy, they need people there too, you know, like making them feel good. So it's not a knock on that entertainer. I get it. I want somebody telling me, hey, do you like that cherry pie? <laughs> I like that. That's cute. But every time I think of that moment, it uh, just reminds me that we all need people around us um, that are supporting us and making us feel good. And uh, and I, and it was just the most mercurial sort of thing I ever saw. In my life. <laughs> <laughs> but I can attest to the fact that the cherry pie is quite tasty. <laughs> and the Moomers ice cream with the cherry pie flavor is, is quite good, too. So I appreciate uh, no both complaints. of those things. Um, yes, indeed. is there anything I didn't ask that you wish I would? Oh, geez. I don't know. I tell you what. So Traverse city is known for all of these great trail systems. We, I mean, you can bike and hike and do all this great stuff up here. It's just so beautiful and it's beautiful all year round. And we are a four season destination. I think a lot of people look at Traverse city as a summer destination, but you know, spring is gorgeous with the blossoms and then autumn is my favorite season as the colors change and it's so beautiful with the wineries and everything it's there's a lot to dive into and we've got you know ski hills that are approachable it's not colorado i know some people like that extreme uh, experience but we've got some really great ski hills here that are great for all ages and all uh, you know strengths of skiing and fat tire biking and all that fun stuff out in the snow and it's a more intimate experience we don't close down you know a lot of seasonal destinations shut up their businesses in the winter time but we we're open uh 365 days a year and that's just it's a lot of fun you know it just come up and enjoy mother nature here on lake michigan if folks want to learn more about visiting traverse city 
how would they go about doing so? Yeah, you'd go to traversity.com and enjoy all the great amenities on that on that page. You can build your itinerary, book your hotel, learn more about all the great things happening here. And we are very dedicated to sustainability and responsible tourism is super important to us. Like we want to make sure this, this place is here for perpetuity. It's important that we preserve the things that matter most. So we're looking for people who share our values. And so I hope that when people find us, if, if it's right for them, you know, that they engage and I respect those who don't um, like what we do or isn't right for them, but we hope that the people who love what we do, come and and share the experience with us. Well, that is fantastic. I appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to talk with me and uh, to join us here in the Business Class Podcast. Yeah, cool. I really appreciate the opportunity and thank you.